is a lovely good afternoon to all those joining us live from all over the globe. And if you're catching us for the first time, we're streaming live on Adu Online Radio. As we have taken a stretch out of the 16 days of gender-based violence activism, we have collected different views, opinions, expressions, voices on what calling and advocating for a gender-based violence-free society calls for. Our discussion is focusing in depth on the 16 days of gender-based violence which was aimed under the theme Orange the World and Violence Against Women and Girls and which was characterized by different reactions from different stakeholders and entities. But what reaction do young people have? Joining me in the studios on today's Young Leaders Stone is James Mwali as well as Miriam Piri that serve as advocates from Zambia under African direction. Comrades, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. So you have followed the 16 days of gender-based violence activism and uh, it has been characterized, you know, different reactions from different stakeholders. Now, to you, Madam Miriam, how has the activism in Zambia been? Okay, so first of all, I'd like to define what gender-based violence is. So gender-based violence is a form of uh, inflicting pain in another person uh, in the opposite gender. So, the gender-based violence commemoration took place on the 25th of uh, November to the 10th of December with the theme Orange the World Against Violence Against Women and Girls Now. So, this, uh, during the 16 days of activism, different uh, stakeholders, different organizations, different um, units came on board to discuss what gender-based violence is, to talk about the statistics, how if gender-based violence reduced or in increased, and to talk about the importance of talking about gender-based violence. And during this time, we saw a lot of young people take part in their activism, a lot of people uh, share information, like everywhere it was just orange the world, and it was a commemoration that was globally celebrated. Okay, now to you, Mr. James, as Miriam has articulated here, what is the importance? What importance does the activism of GBV have on Zambia and Africa as a whole. Well, yeah, so uh, activism uh, educates the people uh, in our communities uh, and uh, the nation uh, as a whole, you know, because uh, when, we, when we talk of uh, GBV, it's some kind of um, uh, human rights infringement, and we are trying to fight that. I think that's, what the, uh, that, that's why activism is very important. To you, Miriam, you're based in Zambia. You know, how, what is the rate of GBV? Are we seeing more GBV against women and girls? Okay, so the cases of gender-based violence being reported has reduced to 12% to 12 uh, as compared to the one for 2020. So I find that during the state court of, of 2021, we've recorded about 4,000 cases of gender-based violence. So in the first quarter of 2020, it was more than 5,000 cases of gender-based violence, showing how based young people or people, whether young or old, have been able to receive the information and share the information. So the cases have really reduced, and people are free to talk about it. People are free? Okay, to you, uh, 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 James, you know, gender-based violence, you know, is um, there are some source that is it's, it's kind of reducing, it increases, it reduces. Now, this gender-based violence phenomenon, what causes gender-based violence? I think what causes uh, gender-based violence is uh, the mindset, you know. Uh, we have 
that mindset where we think men are better than women, you know, that is why uh, gender-based violence is being promoted. Just our mindset. So uh, while we are doing all this activism, doing advocacy uh, against gender-based violence, because we are trying to fight the mindset, we are trying to, try to set the mindset in people that we are all the same, what a man can do, even a woman can do. Yeah. And just to add on, another cause of gender-based violence is our cultural norms that government has. Because we might find in, in our culture it's okay to beat a woman just to show that okay, this person loves me according to our culture. Are you basing that to Zambia? That happens. What happens in Zambia? Yeah, it's part of our culture. In Zambia. Yes. Although we are trying to come out of that uh, cultural norm, so that we might gain violence. Because once we stick, once we stick to that cultural norm. And believe then we won't fight, we won't end violence. So we are just trying to move people out of the culture of beliefs that we that they have been to you, James. Do you think the the, the activism, the sixteen days of activism that was held on the twenty fifth of November till the tenth of December, do you think it has impacted on the lives of, of Zambians? The activism in itself. Just the 16 days? The 16 days of activism. Do you think it has impacted on the population of Zambia? Well, it has, yeah, it has. Because I think the 16 days is, is uh, to commemorate uh, the, 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 the fight against gender based violence. Eh? So, those people who are fighting, with, uh, we, we the youth who are fighting the gender based violence, we need to feel that, okay, what we are doing, well, there is some progress. So that's why that 16 days was, was chosen for at least somehow some kind of celebration. We're celebrating that okay, we're fighting this and I think we're going somewhere. Do you agree with what he says? Yes, I agree very much because during this day, it's where those people who are going through violence, the violence survivors, this is where we let them know to say that okay, you are champions, you overcome this type of violence. So this day was. In a year, we have 365 days. But why the 16 days? What makes 16 days so special? Oh yeah, so what makes uh, 16 special is, uh, so we're, we're going to the end of the year. I think that, that is why it was chosen to be, okay, let's put this, this last 16 days of this year, if you put it here, because most people from, uh, from the time of 2021, they've gone through uh, all sorts of gender-based violence and stuff like that. So like, okay, let's try to remember these people and tell them that you guys are important and we're there to fight for you. To you, Miriam, you know, in Zambia, you know, you have a vast majority of children. Now, cases of GBV regarding Africa as a whole, do you think educating children about gender-based violence, you know, is more prominent or maybe there is more to do? Okay, so um, educating young people about gender-based violence is very important, especially here in Africa. This is where they need to educate them starting from 10 years or maybe even lower than 10 years old. However, you need to be very mindful of their age and the information that you give them. And the importance of giving them this information is because sometimes you might not know if your child is going through violence. As long as they haven't gone through, you haven't taught them the information about gender-based violence, they might be experiencing violence but they won't be able to identify that this is the violence that I'm going through. So giving them the correct and accurate information will help them um, grow up with the mindset to say, okay, 
uh, beating a girlfriend is, is very wrong, doing this quantum of violence is very wrong, um, sexually abusing someone is very wrong, which is going against their rights. So they will have that mentality to say that, okay, I need to be the change that I want to see. And as they grow up, they'll, they'll be the one to fight against the same violence because they have the information. About to you, James, you know, she's mentioned about how, you know, children can be can be educated, you know, being taught. But what are the methods that can be used, you know, to teach these children? Is it via schools? Is it, you know, parents, their parents? Or maybe parents aren't doing enough. What methods, you know, you, you, of teaching, you know, sh should be adopted? All right, so uh, keeping in mind that uh, we're, we're now in the computer age, where almost everyone is on social media, be it 10 years old, on social media, you know. I think just increasing talks uh, over gender-based violence, um, again, uh, in, in, uh, uh, I mean, introducing a lot of uh, activities like football, that's right, when, when you go there with these kids, you know, when, when they are half-time, you talk to them about gender-based violence, you talk to them about how they can protect themselves from gender-based uh, gender violence. Yeah. And uh, are those activi activities, you know, provided in Zambia, do you have such in your country? Zambia, you know, activities to educate children? Well, yeah, so um, I'm, I'm part of Africa Directions and uh, as well as the clinic facility and that's why we have, we have as low as seven years children and sometimes uh, it's every Saturday at uh, nine hours we have someone, who, uh, we, we, we separate them according to age, if you are 10 to 15 we get them, put them together, then we find someone to teach them about a certain topic, maybe gender-based violence or maybe about sexuality and stuff like that. Okay, to you Miriam, you know, we've had issues of social media and social media seems to boom in Africa where people actually make social media attacks on others to infringe their rights. Have social media attacks, you know, increased the rate of GBVA in Zambia as well as Africa, being representatives and youth advocates from African direction. Okay, so um, social media does have a very big positive impact and a negative impact as well. So, so uh, because of the COVID-19 era we are in, a lot of people have been able to advocate through social media. Most of the meetings there that has been happening has been done online. So, social media has been a great and a powerful platform that people use to talk about gender-based violence and other related um, things that happen to young people, that affect young people. However, depending on how one uses it, sometimes it can be a great source of um, violence. You might, you might cause someone maybe uh, marriage to end because of social media, because of what people make need, because of bullying, because even bullying is violence. So depending on how you use it, um, it, it can either cause the, the gender-based violence rates to increase or to, to reduce, but for now I can say um, social media has been a great tool and the, the impact has been positive. A lot of people have been able to get information through social media. Okay, do you agree with what Miriam says? Well, yeah, I agree partly, but uh, as of now, you know, if, you, if, if you've been observing on social media where, you know, people are busy coming up with these uh, memes, you know, about ladies, you know, like they, they, they get your picture and then they write something about you, you know, such things, you know, that those things are taken for granted, but when, when, when you try to look at it, um, typically, you find that that is you're infringing someone's right to, to, to feel okay because if they get your picture and then write something bad about your picture, how, how are you going to feel? You feel bad. So I think they, uh, they are taking it to be fun, but in, their, in, in at the other side, on your part, they are infringing your rights. 
I bet Miriam, from your statistics, you, pay, you know, you talked about your statistics, and you know, you mentioned that women are, and girls are actually more victimized, you know, to gender-based violence. You know, Mr. James, representing men, do you think men to have a high rate of uh, being victims of gender-based violence? Violence, right? Yeah. So, um, when you come to the issue of men being uh, being part of uh, being violated uh, because of them being men. I think they, they have been, and maybe out there there are more cases. Maybe they they might be more violated than women. Why? Why I say it uh, is that when you take a case to the police about 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 a lady being violated, they take it very serious, and other organizations will come because there are a lot of organizations that are looking at um, women, but. I haven't seen any organization that is looking at men as a whole. So if, maybe there are cases, some are there. We are hiding from inside. From the time I was born, I was being told men never cry. A man does not cry. You have to swallow things within you. Sometimes maybe people have been violating me, but because of that pride that I'm a man, I'm being violated. So we are just keeping quiet. I think due to time, we actually. Actually, catch you guys. Actually, come to the end of today's young leaders' tone. Dear viewers, you have been listening and watching the young leaders' tone. We have been discussing on the issue of the 16 days of activism against gender-based violence. I have been your host, Aaron Sakala, and see you next.